Today on the newscast, we are in Abu Dhabi, the United Arab Emirates, to get the inside story on how the UAE is fighting back against the Iran threat at their doorstep and working closely with Israel thanks to the Abraham Accords. That's next. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to a very special Watchman newscast. Can you guess where I am? I've been teasing this over the past few days when we were coming to you from Bahrain. We are now in the beautiful city of Abu Dhabi in the United Arab Emirates. You see behind me the Arabian Gulf. Some of my Iranian viewers got mad and said it is the Persian Gulf. There's a bit of a debate about that. If you live in the UAE, you call it the Arabian Gulf. If you live in Iran, you call it the Persian Gulf. But since we are in the UAE, uh, for our Emirati friends, we will call it the Arabian Gulf today. You see it behind me, a beautiful body of water, a beautiful skyline behind me as well. This is a booming city. Uh, Abu Dhabi, of course, Dubai, a little over an hour away from this city, also thriving really in every way. And folks, I've been so impressed at my time here in the UAE to see everything they're doing, not only uh, from the business, innovation, uh, economic side of things, but their commitment uh, to peace with Israel. It's not just a slogan. Folks, in speaking to top Emirati officials these past few days, they are truly 100% committed and invested to the Abraham Accords and forging a lasting relationship with Israel. I would use the word adamant in our conversations with them. And remember, I'm here on this whirlwind tour of the Middle East right now as part of the first ever evangelical Christian media and business delegation uh, to visit Bahrain, surely, and I believe the UAE as well. And we wanted to get a lay of the land, so to speak, uh, in terms of the Abraham Accords. Okay, this historic peace treaty was signed. Bahrain and UAE, two Gulf nations, signed on the dotted line with Israel back in September 2020. It's been, wow, practically two years already. Where are we now? How is it going? Well, from all indications in both of my visits, first to Bahrain and then to the UAE, it is going very, very well and a mutually beneficial relationship. So we want to dig into that a bit, uh, what I'm hearing here in the Emirates. And we will double back, by the way, to Israel and, and wind up this whirlwind trip to the Middle East uh, very soon. But let's get to the news today. And I can't think of a better place, of course, to talk about the Iran threat than from here in the United Arab Emirates, just a few hundred miles from the shores of Iran and the world's number one state sponsor of terrorism, the Iranian regime. I made the point on yesterday's newscast. I will repeat it today. The problem is not the Iranian people. And in talking to Emiratis here, there is no hostility at all towards the average Iranian on the street just trying to make a living. The issue the Emiratis have, the Bahrainis have, Israel has, and I have, is with the Iranian regime. Uh, and their diabolical plan to dominate this region and this Gulf and far beyond, whether it's the Houthis in Yemen, who, by the way, as you know from watching the newscast, have launched attack drones and rockets from Yemen here at Abu Dhabi. Those rockets and missiles hit this city just a few months ago. I believe it was in February 2022. We covered that extensively on the newscast, a game-changing attack by a fully funded, supported, and armed Iranian proxy, the Houthis in Yemen. Uh, but when you talk to Emiratis about it, they say, look, we don't have an issue with the Iranian people. They have a, it's, Iran is a Bible land, folks. That is ancient Persia. That history goes back some 2,600 years to the pages of the Bible. Think of Esther, Mordecai, King Cyrus. But that regime 
and those proxies that it wields, the Houthis, Hamas, Islamic Jihad in Gaza, Hezbollah in Lebanon, of course, those militias in Iraq and Syria, not to mention Iran's own ballistic missile program, its drone program, its nuclear program, of course. Uh, the Emiratis we talked to, top officials in this country, are saying the Iran threat is first and foremost on our agenda. We have some news on that front in the past few days, by the way. Uh, number one, an Iranian Revolutionary Guards Corps naval commander, the, the, the head of their entire Navy for the IRGC, is talking about expanding their operations, not only towards Israel, the U.S., but in these waters that you see behind me right now. So that's number one. And number two, a very interesting interview given to an Iranian media outlet by a former member of the Iranian parliament who said in this interview, again, it was in Iranian media, of course we want nuclear weapons. That's been the goal all along, he said. And he added that the only mistake we made was playing our hand too soon and kind of giving up the truth and kind of letting the world know, hey, uh, this is what we want. He said what we should have done is just test a bomb in secret, just one day uh, do a nuclear test like Pakistan did and we would all of a sudden be a nuclear power. He said we acted too soon. That was a very interesting revelation from a member of the Iranian parliament, a former member. Uh, so that is a window into the thinking of the regime. Is anyone watching the Watchman newscast surprised? I think not. We know what the Ayatollah in Tehran is after, and he's after the bomb. And this parliament member, former Iranian parliament member, made a very interesting point. Iran wants the bomb in part. Of course, they want to destroy Israel. Uh, they mean what they say. And they also have a bullseye on the back of the United States as well, not to mention the UAE, Saudi Arabia, uh, Bahrain, Jordan, Egypt, all of the Sunni Arab nations in particular, which are in close proximity right here in the Gulf. That's first and foremost. But second, uh, that gives Iran the ultimate leverage to have the bomb. Look at North Korea right now. In many ways, dictating terms to the world and menacing the world because they can wield that nuclear sword. Iran believes if they have the bomb, that is the ultimate equalizer and that the world will be very hesitant to make any move against the Iranian regime if they are a nuclear power. I'll add to that and say it also provides a nuclear umbrella for the likes of Hezbollah, Hamas, the Houthis, and the rest of Iran's proxies. Perhaps Israel would be much less likely to act against Hezbollah or Hamas if their Iranian patron had the bomb and was saying, don't you dare do it, or who knows what we will do with our nuclear arsenal. So that's a kind of uh, no-win situation uh, that the world is facing right now as Iran continues to drive for the bomb. I can tell you that uh, leaders here in the United Arab Emirates are saying this is a disaster in, in off-the-record conversations with them. They're saying, why are we going back to 2015? The initial Iran deal clearly did not work. It's been proven. It was a disaster. All it did was reward the world's number one state sponsor of terrorism. Now we're going there again? What are we thinking? And that's not just an American perspective or an Israeli perspective. Again, folks, these are Sunni Arab leaders here in the Gulf, a stone's throw from Iran, perhaps even more adamant than some Israeli leaders I've talked to even, who know the severity of this threat and who know how bad this Iran deal will be for them. It's even worse than the first incarnation because this time around, that deal would only last for about two and a half years. You're just kicking the can down the road and delaying the inevitable Iranian bomb, unless Israel has something to say about it, which I believe they will when all is said and done. One more point to make on the nuclear note. 
Uh, it's kind of interesting to talk about the conflict in Eastern Europe when I'm in the heart of the Gulf here in the Middle East, but it bears noting as we're talking about Iran's nuclear program, Iran's good friend and close ally, Russia, the foreign minister of Russia, Sergei Lavrov, said today that uh, there is a very serious threat of a nuclear confrontation in Ukraine. Now, immediately some Western officials, including in the UK, dismissed his comments. But folks, I think we need to take this very serious. Uh, just to end on this note, uh, things have not gone well, obviously, for the Russian military in Ukraine over the past few months. And uh, could Russia resort? The ultimate doomsday scenario that people have been kind of considering, tactical nuclear weapons, could that be introduced into that conflict? God forbid. This is the latest in a string of comments, including from Vladimir Putin himself, essentially threatening uh, nuclear action by Russia. Is it a bluff? We don't know. But when someone is wielding that nuclear saber and saber rattling, you need to listen. So that's something we're also keeping a very close eye on here uh, on the Watchman newscast. And certainly the United States and Europe, if they're not, if they're not taking it seriously, they should be. On the positive side, as we close here on a positive note, I have to say that great things are happening here in the Gulf. Look, uh, in Bahrain, which you saw over the past few newscasts, obviously here in the UAE, in Abu Dhabi, these are thriving, uh, peace-loving, friendly, warm countries that who are on the upswing uh, in every way and punching far above their weight and genuine friends of Israel and the United States. So it's an exciting time to be here. And I love being able to bring you this kind of on the ground perspective. We'll be back with you tomorrow night. I believe we will be doing a live stream tomorrow night. I will confirm that tomorrow. It depends on travel and being in transit, but we're coming to you again for sure a few times from the region before I head back home to the States. So uh, in the meantime, keep these nations in your prayers. I believe God is moving in the UAE. There's about 70 churches here. Uh, thousands and thousands of Christians here, many of them guest workers. Uh, so some really interesting things happening here. There's uh, plans to build uh, more churches, synagogues here. There's a Jewish population here. Uh, Israeli tourists are flocking here thanks to the Abraham Accords. So I really believe God has his hand on these nations and is preparing to do something special. So stay tuned as we continue our tour of the region until tomorrow. Remember, I'll let you know about the live stream, but from Abu Dhabi, God bless you, and remember, never hold your peace.